Good evening, good evening on this phenomenal Sunday night. Trust you had an awesome Sunday day. I had a very productive day. Shared the word this morning. Married a couple at 12 o'clock. And here we back tonight to share the second part of what we started with this morning. And remember those of you that I showed the new adventure. This is it. To feed 3,000 families in the next six weeks. And this is Mama Toby's life source. Oh, my word. And this is going to help four people in a family to take care of them. And we want to use it to reach them for Jesus. Because that's the mission. Now, love you all and thank you. And keep on praying for um, the people that we mentioned this morning. Keep on praying for Pastor Arnold. Pastor Emmy is out of hospital. And we praise God for that. And we pray for everybody that lost so many loved ones in this week. Couples that passed away and all these things. But we're not here just to sit and just to wait. We're here to transform, to be life changers, atmosphere changers. That's why we are speaking in this whole of July also. Bold, a strong foundation so that we can have radical, effective fearless followers of Christ to build a strong church. And this morning we shared and what it is, what it means to be a follower. Because remember what we said this morning, and I'm just helping you. You were made for a mission. That's why the prophet Isaiah stood up as the mouthpiece of God and prophesied God's will concerning you. God said, I have made up my mind about you. I know the thoughts I have about you. No thoughts of evil, but to give you a hope and a future. Oh, my word. <laughs> a powerful end. And that's the plan. So my mission is I must fulfill what I am designed for. Remember, you were created by God for God. The devil tries to mess that a perfect cycle up to let you think, yeah, you created by God, but now we're going to do it our way. No, 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 because we have discovered what it meant this morning when Jesus said, follow me to 12 people, and they turned the world upside down. And that same message comes today to us, the invitation, follow me as my disciples, my followers, and we have discovered this morning to follow Jesus is going to take courage and trust because that's the perfect ingredient in this life, how you're going to make it. Now, we shared this morning different things, and there's about six things that comes out of this as Jesus described it, not somebody's idea, not some theologian, not, not, no, no, how Jesus described, what does it mean to be a follower of him? And we've seen the first thing is, I must spend time with Jesus. Because 10 times Jesus said, follow me. And we know a follower is somebody that follows to become just like him. Oh, my word. And this is powerful. And Jesus said, if you do these things, 
You will be my disciple. I said a few weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, I said, not every believer is a follower or a disciple. Oh, my word. Jesus gave us the answer to that. And that is so phenomenal that God has a mission for your life. And he's got the plan A, not a plan B, C, D, E. No, no, no. Only a plan A that carries the guarantee. That's why Paul says, if you don't understand nothing, Romans 10, he says, renew your mind by knowing what the word is saying so that you can know the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. That's what we need to follow. The good, the acceptable, and the word is in the perfect will of God. I'll rather be in the center in the perfect will of God. Oh, my word. Than be outside the will of God. That's why the vehicle God wants to use is the local church and every believer that called upon the name of the Lord. You here to be that one that can change the world. Isn't that amazing? Because he loved you so much. So the first thing we say that's a, to be a true disciple is I must spend time with Jesus. And then we discover this morning, spiritual growth is a choice. It doesn't happen automatically. We discover something else. Spiritual growth is a commitment, what I commit myself to. That's what my life's going to be. And spiritual growth is a relationship. It's not something just to be religious. You need to have a relationship with Jesus. And then the second thing we discovered this morning, I must love true followers of Christ, spend time with Jesus, and they love God supremely above. They love him first before they love houses and cars and jobs and business and money and hobby and mics and whatever people. No, no, no. You must first love God first. He cannot be second or third. And then we discover the third thing that I want to jump away tonight. I must love every other disciple. Oh, my word. That is so powerful because Jesus said in John chapter 13, 35, he says, if you have love one for another, then everyone will know that you are my disciples. What's the qualification? Love. Love. That's why our theme scripture in Philippians chapter 2 and 13 says, not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you. Where's God at work? Say, in me. He's working in me. What is God working in me? He's working in me that more of Jesus and less of me, that I can be led by the Holy Spirit, make quality decisions, and to know God's direction, God's plan on the time frame that we are in and walk in sync with heaven. He says, by word, energizing and creating in you the power and the desire. That's when God is at work inside of us. He says both to will and to work for his good pleasure. 
and satisfaction and delight. And then verse 14, where how do you know God is at work in somebody when I do all things without grumbling and fault-finding and complaining against God and keep on questioning and doubting amongst ourselves. Oh, my word. So we have a lot of homework and adjustments to make because if the word is true what it is, then there's only one thing. God wants to see you that you will follow him. And that invitation is a choice. Follow me as my disciples, <laughs> as my epi, as my learner, as, uh, so that you can become a leader of leaders. But you and I need to be continually discipled. Come on, somebody. This is an ungrowing thing, an everlasting thing. Now, God says, I will know that you love me. How? When you love people. He says, what does it help you to say, I love God that I've never seen, but I cannot stand somebody else or hate a brother or any person. He says, how will the love of God be in you? A question is asking. And God says, I will know you love me. That's what the scripture says. He says, because if you have loved one for another, then everyone will know that you are my disciples. Jesus speaking in the scripture, in the TEB translation. Now, spiritual growth, listen, happens when I am in community and when I love people. You can never make it on your own. Oh, my word. Because this is real love. Listen what Jesus said in 1 John 3, 16. This is how we know what love is. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. That means that's a radical fellowship. Your spiritual family is going to outlive your natural family. And we need each other because Jesus said, I measure your love and my love. Listen, how? By how much you are <laughs> caring. How much we are caring. How much we are willing to lay our lives down for somebody else. And that's what he says. He says, <laughs> You know you or your love for me, God speaking, by how much you are willing to sacrifice. Because in verse 17 of that scripture of 1 John 3, 16, it says, how can you when you have all the goods of the world and your brother and sister are in need, <laughs> the orphan and the widow are in need, and you lock your heart, he says, and you close your heart, he says, how will the love of God then be inside of you? Oh, my word, this is so powerful. And this is stuff that helped me in love. 
in this life. <laughs> Not I love God, but I couldn't care less about his church and his congregation and his people. <laughs> it's like telling your best friend, I love you, but I cannot stand your wife. <laughs> you think that relationship in friendship is going to continue? Nope. <laughs> and that's what Jesus is saying. He said, you cannot say you love him, but you don't care for his people. We are a many-member body. We part of each other. Come on, somebody. This is so powerful. He says, you must love my family. Because in John chapter 8, 31, in CV translation, if you continue to obey my teaching, you are truly my disciple. Now hear what he is saying. There's four facts about this scripture. He says, if you continue to obey my teaching, you are truly my disciples. Then you will know the truth. When will I know the truth? When I am his disciple and when I have truly love. He says, and the truth will set you free. What will set me free? By knowing and doing the truth. I know a lot of people and most people quote that scripture. The truth shall set you free. But they never read the first portion. If you continue to obey my teachings. That is so powerful. What is his teaching? James chapter 1, 27. Oh my word, that scripture reminds me. That drives me to do more. To impact more. <laughs> so that the world can see that Jesus Christ is alive. He says external religion, in other words, what we manifest, what we put on display for the world, external religion and worship. Listen, religion as it is expressed in our outward acts, that's the amplified, that is pure and unblemished in the sight of God. The Father is this, what is pure before God? What is unblemished before God? This is pure religion. He says, that is pure and unblemished in the sight of God. The Father is this, to visit and to help and to care. Visit, help and care for the orphans. <laughs> The, the, those who are hungry, the destitute, the widows in their affliction and need and need and to keep oneself unspotted and uncontaminated from the world. That is pure religion. And Jesus said, if you do these things, then you are truly my disciple. We got to... <laughs> Dig deep tonight that we can understand. Because if you continue to obey my teachings, you are truly my disciples. Then you will know the truth. Now listen, what comes out of that scripture is four things, four facts. Number one, <laughs> my maturity and my discipleship is measured by my obedience. 
obedience by my action and not only knowledge. I know people, they can quote the scripture, you just start, and they can even quote the page number where it stands in the Bible. But they have knowledge that puffs up, says the scripture, but they're not doing. This is why the world are in this calamity. We're supposed to be the salt of the earth, the light of the world. We have the kingdom's message, the gospel. Paul says the gospel is the power of God. Power, you have it. You load it. Gave you everything. You armed and dangerous. But until we put in action that it's measure by my obedience. Oh, my word. That is so phenomenal. Because my obedience is, if I have to, somebody lack and I don't do it. If I see somebody's hungry, he said in that day, or somebody took me on and say, why do you people in Africa yourself struggle and you keep on feeding the poor? Why do you do it? It's God's method. I said, no, 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 no. To get rid of I said, nope. I said, Jesus said in that day, <laughs> I was hungry. He will tell them, you didn't give me to eat. Naked, you didn't clothe me. Thirsty, you didn't give me to drink. I was sick, you didn't visit me. I was in prison, you didn't come and see me. And they will ask, Lord, when did we see you like that? And he said, what you did to the least, you have done to me. So I've learned that walking with God and be compassionate about the heart of God. There's a song they sang in America. Oh, my heart is your heart and my... If our hearts is truly what God's heart is and God's heart is our heart, think what transformation we will bring. We will bring on the face of the earth. Because it is a phenomenal thing. He says, it is measured by my level of obedience. Now, <laughs> I, I know a lot of people. They grew up as in the flesh, but they're still babies in Christ because of not doing. Now, <laughs> this is phenomenal. Because you see, family, if I know and I do, because you and me only do the part of the Bible we believe. If you say, do you know that, do you believe that the Bible says you cannot be angry? Go and sleep angry and you must forgive people and not hate people. They say yes. But do you do it? No. Then you don't believe it. <laughs> We only do what we believe. Do you believe in giving to the poor? Yes. Do you do it? No. Then you don't believe it. Do you believe in tithes and offerings? Yes. Do you do it? No. Then you don't believe it. That's why freedom is God's portion for our lives. My word. And if we don't do it, we're in trouble. And that's what the scripture says. He says, if you continue... It's an ungrowing process because the first thing, how much you know, it's how much you practice, how much you obey. And if I can do the word, I will have the results of the word. 
because it takes more. The second thing, what it is out of the scripture, it's an ongoing process and it is, listen, it is based on God's word, not on emotion, not on somebody's idea, not on somebody's philosophical whatever they try to explain to you. No, 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 they philosophy. No, no, no. It's based on the word. God has only awakened over his word to perform it. Oh my, help us, Jesus. Somebody say, help us. Because it's based on God's word. <laughs> it's an ongoing process. This is what it is. That's what that scripture says. He says, my word, if you continue to obey, that's an ongoing process. I cannot stagnate. I cannot say I know it all. It's, uh, I must develop to be that giant in the Lord. Because if I can go continually, go deeper, go higher, be more affectionate with Jesus, think about that. That's why we say, it is measured by obedience and not knowledge. And it is also <laughs> based on God's word. If I know what the word is saying, then I will not be arrogant or prideful. I will be the vessel that God can use. Because what did we say is this thing. This is the key word that I need to understand how I'm going to grow, and how I'm going to display to the world. I must always do what Jesus tells me. <laughs> I must always do what Jesus instructs me. Because that's how I will be known as a disciple. If I can always do, what does the Holy Spirit leads us in? I have people tell me, God said, God leads me, God told me, then it's a lot of garbage, it's penny baloney, it was not God, not the Holy Spirit, it could be the flesh, the holy flesh, <laughs> or Casper. But if you want to be known, and what will the world know that we are truly his followers, his disciples, I must spend time with Jesus. Oh my word, I must love Jesus supremely, first, above, third one, I must love every other disciple, and the fourth one is I must always do what Jesus tells me, and that's why that scripture tells us, if I can continue for obeying his teachings, out of that scripture, we said these four things comes, these four facts. It is, listen, an ongoing process. My spiritual growth is depending how I keep on growing. You never can stop growing because it's an ongoing process. It is measured by obedience and not knowledge. It is based on God's word. What does the word say about this time we are in? <laughs> oh, my word. And the fourth thing out of that scripture, it says, it sets me free. 
The truth will set me free. It's going to take more than sermons. It's going to take more than just hearing. It's going to cost me to practice the word. It's a proven fact through the medical science and they have done the study and through the university. By Wednesday, in 72 hours, you will forget everything you've heard on Sunday. You will forget everything. How will you know it and keep on? When you take notes, I always look in staff meetings and wherever when I share the word. Who's the people with the pen and paper? Or who just sit there and say, feed me, say more, feed me, say more. And then we just get fatter and fatter spiritually and more fat spiritually. Later on, you cannot walk. We roll you down in the building because <laughs> somebody said that's where the story comes from, the holy rollers. No, that's not true. But God wants you to practice, to exercise, to become the doer of the word that you will have the results of the word because listen to our scripture again. If you continue to obey my teachings, you are truly my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So the true marks of a follower of, of Jesus, a true disciple, we said, must spend time with Jesus. You must, you cannot do it sideline. It belongs, you belong to him and he belongs to you. <laughs> and I must love Jesus supremely. Oh my word, I cannot overemphasize this. You must love him above and first. I must love every other disciple. I must love my neighbor as myself. And I must have a love for the sinners to see them saved. And then I must, oh my word, listen, I must always do what Jesus tells me to do. Because you cannot skip one of these six things. That's what Jesus continually tells us in scripture. The true marks of a disciple, a follower of Jesus. Oh my word. He says, in John chapter 5, verse 7 to 8, the good <laughs> word translation. If you continue to live in me, and what I say lives in you. If you continue lives in me, and what I say lives in you, Jesus speaking, then ask for anything you want, and it will be yours prayer. Ask then, oh my word, he says, and you will give glory to my father when you produce a lot of fruit and therefore show that you are my disciples. Jesus speaking this great word. Where's God at work inside of us? What is he at work to do his will so that we can be energized, be passionate about what God is doing? That's why it's so important. I must follow the instruction.
I must do what he tells me to do. Now a lot of people can say one, two, and three, but really you cannot love him supremely and not doing what he's saying. He said many people have lip service, but their hearts are far from God. <laughs> That's how monarchs and go and lock them up somewhere and people make vows and to be separated and single and they go through life. And that's not what God said. He said, we're part of a family. He said, it's when you, you can only grow when you are in a community and when you all do what I'm telling you to do. People, that's the word of God. Well, we don't want to hear this. We want some Shanghai, hallelujah, Karasabanda message now in this time. No, that's not going to carry. That will hype you and put you in a good spot for a moment. But this is not milk that we are feeding. It's to get out of dead works according to Hebrews chapter 6. So that we will do the principles of God's word. That's the only guarantee. Number five. The fifth thing that I will be known that I am a true follower of Christ and that I am a true disciple. I must serve humbly or unselfishly. I must serve. You cannot just be there and never serve. What is serving? It's putting in action. It's a demonstration of my love, my commitment. It's on the job training. Jesus was a servant. <laughs> he served. He washed the disciples' dirty feet. He served. The Bible says, although he was like God equal, took on human form and came to serve. See, if people are too big to serve, I make big questions, marks about <laughs> all these big shots. I cannot do that any longer. That's beneath me. I did that years ago. Man, I can clean a toilet. I can push a car. I can broom out. Uh, nothing is too big because that's how the world will see. Otherwise, I will walk in pride and in arrogance and then think I am better than thou. And that is a danger. It's a booby trap of Satan to get people not to demonstrate a true follower of Christ. Because Mark chapter <coughs> says, he says, if you want to be the most important person, you must take the place and be a servant to everyone else. What must I do? If I want to be, I must be a servant. Mark chapter 9, 35 says, I must, listen, be a servant to everyone else. Oh, my word. We have a lot of divas, <laughs> a lot of drama people. And they say, I am not here. He think he, no, no, no. Serve. It's God only who gives the promotion. People, that's the forerunners of this ministry came through serving. And serving never stop. How more you serve, how greater the reward will be.
You cannot just sit and listen to a sermon and you listen tonight and go on and switch the radio and television on and listen to another sermon. That's all what you do the whole week. And you never put in action, in practice, what you have learned. Because if I don't serve, I operate in selfishness and self-centeredness. And then I become natural. And then I am no longer, listen, operate in supernatural power. And then I need to impress and I need to pretend. And then people become plastic. <laughs> I've learned how more you grow, how more you serve, how, how more you do what Jesus tells you, how more natural you become. We have a lot of actors. I have nothing to prove or to impress people. That's why I have the saying, I'm only the donkey that Jesus can ride on. Without him, we're nothing. Remember that donkey story that people say? The one that Jesus was riding on, they cast their clothes and the palm branches. And when he was bragging with the other donkey, he said, yesterday everybody shout and they celebrate me. And the other donkey had to correct him. He said, yes, it was not you. It's the one that you carried on your back <laughs> that create that adventure. And this is the thing. If you want to be great in the kingdom, serve. Stay humble. Stay teachable. That's what servants do. That's what disciples are with. Because you cannot, you must exercise love by giving yourself away. If you want to be the most important person Mark 9.35, listen, you must take the last place and be a servant to everyone else. This is so powerful. Passion without expression leads to depression. Passion, you're so pumped up and stirred up, but if you don't express, put it in servanthood, it leads to depression. Passion without expression leads to depression. Listen what Matthew says, and it's Jesus speaking in Matthew 20, 28, New Living Translation. For even I, the Son of Man, came here not to be served, but to serve others and to give my life as a ransom for many. Wow. Will you not make a decision that you're going to be spend time with Jesus, love him and demonstrate his love in such a way that the world will see that Jesus is love Jesus supremely. Then you love every believer. Now there are people they can irritate you. <laughs> But we know growth comes through communion and a community. God wants us to be a radical family. Born again believers are radical people. If the opposition and all these toy toys and all these people, 
Look what happened when Zuma was put in prison. How the followers came in masses. Why is the church also always so laid back? Everybody on his own manure hip. And not in that unity. Through the power of two. Touching anything. Nothing will be or can be impossible. It will be done by my Father which is in heaven. It's Jesus speaking. And here, what did we say? I must do everything that Jesus tells me to do. What does he tell me to do? He says, follow me. Be my disciple. Love one another. Love God above. Then you love your neighbor as yourself. He says, and then what your next thing you need to do is you must love every other disciple. Love people. Love people. You must be planted. You're angry with God. Say, I serve God now in my house. No, you cannot. Because you're going to need people. That's why we have cells operating. And that's why we have disciple group. And disciple lifestyle. Because... All these multitudes of people in the congregations never going to understand when you go through something. It's that group, that disciple group. It's that meeting you with, that cell meeting. Let's call it cell meeting, evangelistic group. It's that people, that core, that will know when you go through something and they need and they can do something about it. It was in the most difficult times when most people didn't know what we were going through. That the core group we are part of. I didn't say <laughs> a very elect group. I didn't say a clique. I said a core group of disciples that help you through, pray you through, protect you. Cover your back. Help you when you need. Help to get you out of the hole. That's that what we need. That's what Jesus said. His instruction. The church in Acts grew bigger and smaller at the same time. They met in the temple, but they also met from house to house. It's important to understand these principles, how Jesus does it. Because it can never change. A method can change, but a principle can never change. I must serve unselfishly. I never think about myself. I always think about somebody else. If anyone wants to be my disciple, this is Jesus. He said three things. He says in Matthew 16, 24, he must deny himself. What does that mean? I must put my agenda aside and put God's agenda on top. I I counsel young pastors, and when they have their name and their last name with ministry, young uh, Pochampul ministries, I say, don't do that. When you slip, that whole ministry slip. But when you give it the name of God, don't put your name, put your agenda, because most of the time it's an agenda. There's something behind that. I want to feel important. No, don't do that. And I always check if they listen. <laughs> Until the tire hits the road and trouble comes. And then that's the thing. 
If anyone wants to be my disciple, Jesus speaking, Matthew 60, 24, loving Bible, he must deny himself. Put God first and other people <laughs> above. Take up his cross. In other words, be willing to die for Jesus. Take up that cross. Don't let my word, the money issue and the fame issue and the title issue be more important. Take up thy cross. And then he says, and follow me. <laughs> In other words, God, I want to do from now this moment on what the purpose is for my life, what you have designed me for. That's when I build a strong foundation. We said this morning, my identity is a part of that. The second part is my purpose. Why am I here on the face of the earth? I'm a grandfather. We have grandchildren. My children are all adults. The grandchildren, some of them are adults. And of course, Malachi's birthday on Tuesday, he'll be 11. How can you imagine? And I've learned this valuable lesson in this life about it's always about God's agenda. We want to do God's agenda first. The purpose was not to become a grandfather only, to have adult children and grandchildren. No, that's part of the bonus. It's to fulfill the great grand design what you are designed for because all humans are like grass. You're here today and gone tomorrow. And while there's breath in our bodies, let's live for God. Let's follow Jesus. Let's do everything Jesus instructs us out of his viewpoint, what he tells us to do to become followers and true disciples. And uh, the last one, number six, I must pass on the good news. Matthew 4.20, Jesus called out to them, Come, be my disciples, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets, <laughs> come on, and went with him. What did they do? They left their nets. He says, follow me as my disciples. Let me be your guide. Walk the path that I walk. Then I will make you fishers of men. They left the nets because fish is just a time period to be fishers of men for eternity. This is so powerful. Because if I know what's the antidote to hell and I don't share it, I am in big trouble. It's a disgrace that we say we serve God and we cannot show one sinner that we win for the kingdom and disciples. It's not me saying it. It's not harsh. But there's a clarion call. There's a wake-up call. There's something deeper than just a touch. There's a transformation. 
so that when the touch come that I can change the world through the grace and the goodness of God. Let me finish the last one. Two scriptures, Matthew 28, 19, 20, the New Living Translation, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. That's Jesus' instruction that I need always to follow. Like give and it shall be given to you. It's an instruction. Love, it's an instruction. And what did we say is the fourth thing, that the world will see that we are truly followers of God. I must always do what Jesus tells me. Oh, my word. Being busy with my father's business. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. God's way of doing Then all the houses, the cars, the land, the money, and things will be added unto you. But it must be God first. He says, and teach them these new disciples. Teach the new disciples to obey all the commandments, the instructions I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Instruction. If you want to follow me, you must deny yourself our previous scripture. Take up your cross and then follow me. There's a great reward in following Christ. Loving Jesus. Love God with all of my heart, all of my strength all of my mind, all of my soul, and to love my neighbor as myself. Because in Mark chapter 8, 35 and 36, it says, if you try to keep your life for yourself, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will find true life. Ladies and gentlemen, this invitation to 12 men changed the world 2,000 years ago without any modern technology, without microphones and sound systems and airplanes and bicycles, and they had little sailboats, and without (laughs) trains and cars and buses and, and money, always need to have something. No, no, no. They change it because they saw the hand of God as they went. How the miraculous manifest in their lives. We are the beginning phase that is actually natural for God. That was Jesus' instruction. You will heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead, speak in new tongues, take up poisonous things, nothing more. We are in that phase that it's ignited. The passion is back to see the supernatural things. Because Jesus said, the works I have done, you will do them also, but you will do greater things. How will I be known that I am a true follower and a disciple of Jesus? I will spend time with him in prayer, (laughs) pray with a group, but also your individual relationship with God is so important. People will know that you are a follower. Second one we said, 
is I will love Jesus above family. I will love him above money. I will love him above fame. I will love him above everything. I will love him above to impress. Because Jesus said in Luke 14, 26, if you want to be my follower, you must love me more than your own father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, more than your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. It doesn't mean you're not, you need to respect your father, you need to love them, your brothers and sisters, but you cannot put them or anything above God. My time. Somebody was so smart the other day and he said, that nonsense you preach, God only requires a tithe of your money and a tenth of your time. I said, wow, <laughs> that is phenomenal. And if you had to take and you had to multiply seven with 24, you don't even spend that much hours with God. And that's a tenth you're talking about. I said, don't give me that. It's a 24-7 lifestyle. It doesn't mean you cannot have fun and be excited. I'm excited to serve God. I'm not talking about sin and be reckless and go like the devil. I'm talking about it's exciting to see what God is doing. I must love every other disciple. I must love my neighbor as myself. I must always do what Jesus tells me to do. How will they know that I am a disciple? I will serve, listen, unselfishly. Unselfishly. And number six, I must pass on the good news of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the one that saved me, the one who have the key to everything so that the just can live by faith. I am truly going to follow him. That's what Jesus said in all that scriptures. It's his way of doing. His way of telling us what is a follower and a true disciple. Are you ready this day to say, Jesus, I am so ready to do everything you instruct me in the word to do. I don't want to sit with head knowledge. I make a commitment like I did this morning. I want to grow into that full maturity. I'm going to be that true disciple of Jesus. <laughs> because, Lord, it's an ongoing process. It never, the day when I finish my race on this natural world, then the process stops. But I need to, if you continue to obey, I need to follow it. <laughs> my obedience, God, that is what is measured, not my knowledge that I am doing what God is telling me. And I do what's based on the word, we said. And I am set free from self-destruction. Set free from all this nonsense. So that we can walk in liberty and in freedom. Because there's power in the blood. I must serve humbly. unselfish. Will you make that choices? Will you make it today? And Lord, I will tell other people that Jesus save and make out of them disciples and teach them what Jesus did and why he came on the face of the earth. Maybe 
you watch and somebody shared and you're on this thing and you realize to serve God is more than just being religious and born in a family who know and follow religious patterns and because it's not laws. <laughs> it's not a lot of you, you, you cannot, your money and your money. No, it's I don't want to. And to say, Jesus, I want you to be so real. I call upon the name of the Lord and I will be saved, says your word. And tonight, Jesus, save me, forgive me, my son, and wash me in the blood so that I can serve you and follow you and yield to be the disciple, a fearless, <laughs> radical, effective follower of Christ so that his kingdom can come as it is in heaven. Manifest on the earth, let his will will be done. Through me, I put my agenda aside and I call upon your name tonight. Say it, pray it with me. Say, Jesus, I thank you Whew, for salvation and for your saving grace. Thank you for forgiveness of all my sins and that you wash me in the blood and you put my name in the book of life. And I will serve you. I will not only be a church goer. I need to plug into a church. And be planted in the house. And be part of the local family. That's where I'm going to grow. But Lord I will serve you with strength. And with power and with passion. And shine as the light of the world. And release a savior of. That flavor of salt. That people will get thirsty. And come to you. And I say thank you. In Jesus' name. Maybe you serve God for so many years and you say, God, now I've discovered I just flow in and out of services and I never serve. There's so many ways how you can serve in ushering, in music, in teaching, in whatever there is to be done, feeding by word. You've got children that doesn't know what to do with their life. Send them to the gap year we have here. That will change their lives. They're very active and they move. <laughs> Maybe you say, I want to be part of that, uh, that group that's going to feed that 3,000 families that we're going to do and give them this and share the gospel and disciple them for Jesus for the next six weeks. Maybe you say, I want to partner with you all to do this because we need to impact and change the world for Jesus, the living Christ. Say, Yira. Say, Lord. Afrikaans, here, here is ek, here am I. I yield to your voice and I say thank you that I will serve you from this day on. I will be a servant of the Most High God. I will do all the instructions. I will not neglect the gathering of the saints. I will be part of the family. I will be planted in the house and I will serve your people like your word says. And like you said, you came to serve and to save the lost. Lord, I want to tell people about the saving grace. And we thank you right now in the powerful name of Jesus, the living Christ on this awesome night. Send us your information. WhatsApp, whoever's number you have and say, I'm going to help and I'm going to be part of what God is doing. Say it, put it on writing and you will see how the devil will flee and how passion comes to expression and depression will have no 
hold onto your life, but there will be a manifestation of the greatness and goodness of God. Never forget this. God chose you above angels to be Christ's personal ambassador, representative on the face of the earth. And he gave you the greatest ministry to reconcile people back to God. He who wins souls is wise. Do you want to be a wise person? Or is people going to stay stupid? No, be wise and win the lost. So that when a sinner comes into the kingdom, heaven rejoice. We want heaven to rejoice every day, every hour, and every minute. We love you. Information will appear on the screen if you want to partner with us and be and do what Jesus, follow every instruction of the word so that we can complete our godly assignment, the principle. If I take care of God's house, God will take care of my house. If I take care of God's family, God will take care of my family. Don't let the enemy poison your mind with thoughts and you forget about this night where you make this commitment. It happens through a choice and a commitment and stick to it and you will have a great reward. Everything you ask in prayer will be done. We love you. Gustav de Toiloftal International, Western Cape, South Africa. Tomorrow, this whole week, the Keys of Faith, our president speaking at 8 p.m. tonight and we will know what the lockdown level is. And uh, also tomorrow night's prayer time with Pastor Emma. God had a miracle. She's out of hospital. The Zoom meeting. And we'll send the information. We love you. You phenomenal. Share and be active. Don't let the enemy rob you from what God has assigned you to. You're valuable. You're precious. And you're all powerful. And you have the love of God inside of you. Romans 5, 5. And you are equipped with the Holy Ghost, the power on high. You have authority and dominion over every demon, every devil, every sickness, <laughs> my word, every situation. Use what you have to get what you want. Until tomorrow, we love you and God bless you in Jesus' name.